Let's pray. Father, now as we turn to your word, we ask for that gift and power of your Holy Spirit to enlighten our hearts and our minds and to teach us more about Jesus, especially help us as he understood his end, help us to understand our ends as well. We ask that in his name. Amen. We are going to look at the gospel lesson that was read just a few moments ago from Gospel of John. I'd like to read again, just verse 7. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You know, I, I, I have to admit that this is not something that I really like to talk just a whole lot about or spend, spend too much time thinking about it. Um, maybe you will feel the same way about it as I do. Then again, maybe you won't. I'm talking about my burial. The end of my life. Dying. Have you got your funeral planned? Have you made those arrangements yet? Hmm? Some of you I see nodding your head yes. Got your grave picked out? Okay. Your headstone ordered? Okay. Karen keeps telling me this is something that we need to do. And we've done a little. We do have our grave sites, but that's it. And honestly speaking, I'm not in a big hurry to do much more about it. For now, it can wait. Better put, for now, I can wait. Death can wait. But I know the day is coming. I know it even as you know it. It's inevitable for each one of us. Stopping short of my being alive or your being alive on the day of our Lord's return, the day of his second coming. If that happens, then we will be a part of the crowd, as Paul wrote about it in 1 Thessalonians, who won't die, but instead will be simply taken up into heaven. Then those who are left, he writes, those who are left, who are still alive when the Lord comes, will be caught up together with them, them being those who have died and have come now out of their graves. We will be together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Now, I have no way of knowing, but my hunch is that I'm going to be among those who are coming out of their graves on that day which means I will have died sometime before that. Do I understand that day? The day of my death? The day of my burial? Honestly, I don't know. How about you? Do you understand the day you're going to die? Jesus did. He understood that he was going to die. He's making burial arrangements in the text, for goodness sake. But unlike us, he knew exactly when his day would come. In fact, it would be just a little bit more than a week after the events recorded in John chapter 12 took place. Six days before the Passover, 
Jesus arrived at Bethany where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served, while Lazarus was among those reclining at table with Jesus. Then Mary took a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who would later betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. Now, I suppose that we can suppose that it was a lot easier for Jesus to face the reality of his death and come to an understanding of his death than it is for us by just simply considering who he was. But to do that is to lose sight of the fact that other than knowing the day of his death and the manner of his death, Jesus faced the reality of his death and his burial just as we must do. He faced it as a human being. He faced it like and as one of us. Let's also not lose sight of this. And I'll get at it by asking you a question. Would you want to know the manner of your death if you were going to die in the same manner that Jesus was going to die? Jesus had a lot to face, didn't he, in understanding his death. And he had a lot to work through, didn't he, as he dealt with the reality of his death. I think we see that especially when Jesus was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane on the eve of his death. What we overhear from this prayer is a fellow human being. Don't lose sight of that a fellow human being in every regard, seeking to deal with the reality of his death. And it wasn't an easy thing for him to do. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. And yet, when Mary pours out that pint of pure nard on his feet, and when Judas objects, Jesus calmly, says, leave her alone. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. He understood his end, didn't he? And, th and there was a certain lack of fear and, and there was a, a sense of calm about him 
as he talked about his death, wasn't there? How can we do that? Maybe this story will help. Maybe you've heard it before. It's called On the Other Side. A sick man turned to his doctor as he was leaving the room after paying a visit and said, Doctor, I'm afraid to die. Tell me what lies on the other side. Very quietly, the doctor said, I don't know. You don't know, the man said. You, a Christian man, you do not know what is on the other side? The doctor was holding the handle of the door. On the other side of which came a sound of scratching and whining. As he opened the door, a dog sprang into the room and leaped on him with an eager show of gladness. Turning to his patient, the doctor said, Did you notice my dog? He's never been in this room before. He didn't know what was on the other side of the door. He knew nothing except that his master was here. And when the door opened, he sprang in without fear. I know little of what is on the other side of death, the doctor continued, but I do know one thing. I know my master is there. And that's enough. And when the door opens, I shall pass through with no fear, but with gladness. Based on his final words from the cross, I believe it was for that reason that Jesus was able to understand and face the fact that he was going to die. For his final words were these, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. He knew who was on the other side of the door, didn't he? And so do we. From John chapter 14, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you, I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. He will be on the other side of the door. Won't he? And may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus so that you can understand your death and the eternal life that waits you. Amen.